Hey everyone, welcome back to Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host as always, in a different spot than what we usually record. Um, but it doesn't matter, we're still going to put out an episode for you guys, and this one's very special. Because uh, every once in a while, we get the man in the studio that, uh, that makes us all sound good, and he wipes away all the ums and the ifs and the 30 second pauses that we take sometimes, and all the crazy stuff that Kelvin says. He cleans all that up for us. Sir, would you like to introduce yourself to the to the uh, population one more time? Our wonderful Again? editor. Sure. Um, hey, my name is Shane Miosi. I do the editing, and I don't edit out all the ums because <laughs> then it does not sound real. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, but I'm happy happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It's uh, I feel like it's a once every three or four month type of thing. It's like a once every year thing. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe twice in the last year we've had you on. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, but very excited to have you here. Um, just kicked off a, a new series. Hopefully you guys heard the message from April into the book of Psalms. Such an interesting thing. Haven't heard too many. Have you heard too many sermons? I guess in your in the past, have you heard a lot of sermons on the book of Psalms? Oh, uh, in the military, they love that one. Really? Yeah. Basic training. Well, it's easy. Sure. Like it's a, well, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's uplifting. Okay. It's like, hey, like, here you go. Mm -hmm. I mean. And there was like one song about Psalms that they sung every week. And I guess it's, it makes sense because like some of them are like eight verses or like oh, six yeah. verses. And so like you can just pump that stuff out. Oh, yeah. But they were like always great. So you're just like, yeah, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. But Adventist world, not as much. Not as much. Uh, I was thinking about that as, as she was speaking. I was like, man, I haven't heard. And, and maybe it's just because there's, so, like, there's 150 of them. So it's, it's one of those things like, where do you start? Like, where do you pick and choose? But I kind of like that we're that she's going to jump into this for the next three weeks because I haven't heard a lot of stuff about it. No, know? yeah, it's. Um, I feel like it's definitely kind of a break from. I don't want to say template, but typically through a year you kind of start to hit mm -hmm. certain patterns, and it's kind of like okay. Normally they would kind of be gearing up, getting ready for Christmas season. Sure, but they're like, hey, let's. Let's talk about Psalms. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Um I think a, a lot of us just hear the book of Psalms and we immediately think David and oh, yeah. out of the 150 he's written about 89 if I have my number right there. And it's a mix of a bunch of other people. Moses has like five. There's a group of choir singers that have like two. Um Solomon has I think one or two thrown in there. So it's not just all David, which I think is kind of cool cuz yeah. it, it it makes you kind of okay, well who wrote this? And why were they writing it, uh, which I think is pretty neat also. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, it's it's their diary. Like, yeah, it's super personal. Like, most of the books of the Bible are, some are laws, some are letters, mm -hmm. personable to someone else. But, like, th this is someone sitting down and being like, I'm dealing with something here. Yeah. I want to talk about, like, I kind of wonder, did they know someone else is going to read this one day? <laughs> And they're like, hold on, I didn't sound good enough right here. Let yeah. Me, let me get a little bit more. Let me add an extra thou. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like you said, it's almost like their diary. It's almost like a like a deep insight, especially David. That guy just, I mean, from the beginning of his, of his life and when he starts writing this stuff and all his music to the end when his life essentially ends in a weird kind of tumultuous family disaster yeah you could still see him reaching out uh to, to god through through this kind of like song lyrical way you know yeah i mean 
I'm probably going to edit this part out, but it's like the original Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Elaborate. Oh, I don't Even know though, if I could. <laughs> a snippet. Well, no, just like the idea. So You never he, know. Somebody can, might relate with, with Game of Thrones. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know if I want to keep it in here. Michael <laughs> might get mad at me. So let's edit. Let's just, I'll, I'll say it, but you're seeing a king. Like in history, we talk about kings acting in foolish ways, mm-hmm. you know, um, but that's typically written by people that overthrew them. Okay. Like the king themselves aren't typically like, yeah, here's all my junk. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Hey, I'm honest. Um, I did this. This is what I'm feeling about myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, in Psalms, Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire. I don't know. I don't know. This is getting edited out. I, I like it. No, I like it. Keep it in there. We'll, we'll, we'll fight Michael on it. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I love just the insight into David's life. Um, I think it gives us a beautiful picture of what maybe he was doing because of a lot of the imagery that he uses. Yeah. So you can imagine him as an 18, 19 year old kid taking care of sheep and watching things go down. You know, like when he when he writes as a deer panteth, I can imagine him like looking at a deer drinking yeah. from a stream. And I think the Psalms are are so nice that way because they're very visionary. Yeah. Like I can see what's going on. You know? No, oh, yeah. It's again taking the time to be like, this is just someone talking to themselves. Mm. They're they're talking to themselves, but they're also talking to God, of course. But they're writing as if like, you know, I just need to get these thoughts out. And it is kind of like a unique look at the Bible. It's like, I don't know, it kind of just feels like something that I know everything is meant to be in there, mm-hmm. but like this just feels like something that like how how do I put this? Like, God was like, yeah, that works. Like, yeah, like yeah. this is better than anything. Like a scholar of a scholar of what would you call it? like someone who studies God? Like back then, a, a, a theologian, a disi- a I theolo- guess, a disciple, yeah. Yeah, 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 who's trying to present this image of God, and he's like, I'm gonna use this. This guy's just talking to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need. It doesn't need to be like any like. What are the laws? It's like no, he's just washing a deer. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's not a historical like account of anything. Yeah, it, it, it's just a bunch of of conversations straight up with God, um, where n- very non perfect people are, are are reaching out to God about everything that's happened in their life. Um, and I think I, I don't think it's a, a coincidence, and you know whatever. God has his reasoning for why he does things, but I don't think it's a coincidence that it's smack in the middle of the Bible too, that the book oh. is placed right in the middle because it's referenced so much all over the Bible. I think that was done strictly it, on purpose. It almost going to hip hop culture here. It's like God doing a little mixtape, like in the middle yeah, of the right, Bible right between the, middle, the two albums. Yeah. He's like, oh, and let's, let's listen to something a little different mm-hmm. for a second. And then every, everyone in like the history of the Bible now is like a little bit like, I'm gonna I'm call back to that that one mixtape mm-hmm. they they got put out for us. Mm-hmm. That was dope, and it connects both of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I love what April said, and and I've heard it before. Uh, Jesus quotes David more than he quotes anybody else. Oh yeah, in the Book of Psalms. And if you go to the, you actually like read the Psalms. Some of them, depending on what Bible you have, will tell you. This was David when he blah, 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 I did this. So then you have to go, okay, well, I got to go read his story because then how am I going to understand yeah. his psalm? So it inter- it intertwines the entire Bible, and I think it's really cool. No, yeah, it's 
the the whole concept of it, like you said, middle of the Bible, it, it's almost just like let's take a let's take a moment, mm-hmm. talk about like talk about the human element here a little bit more than probably mm-hmm. anywhere else. And like you said, the fact that Jesus quotes him, talks about him more, he's like pulling the element the human element back into it. Yeah, he's like, hold on, let's not talk about the law as much. Like, let's talk about you. Let's talk about the person sitting here rather than the person who will like you know is like trying to figure out. But can I walk to to the temple on Sabbath? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. What are you going through? Let's yeah. talk about this. And kind of calling back to, I don't know how, when you edit all these, they all kind of run together. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, I forgot how long ago we were talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. But that was uh, during the spring. During the spring. It's almost like Jesus, like, I want to keep, like, they didn't say mental health, but he's like, no, I want to talk about what you're feeling, the emotions behind like what we're trying to, like mm. what I'm trying to teach you rather than just follow it. He's like, here's this man who stumbled in his relationship with me, but he did it while going through stuff and he came back and like, he was like, it's messy. And I'm that's who I'm pulling from. Mm-hmm. He kept pulling from the messy to show everyone else like, hey, you can do it too. It's yeah. okay to not follow, like not hit these bullet points Mm -hmm. of laws it's like i mean this guy come on i mean (laughs) and and i think it gives the bible so much credibility because if you were going to write a book like you said at the very beginning why like why point out all the horrible things that all these people have have done and their mistakes um you wouldn't do that if you were writing a biography or like some splendid book about a king you 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 know you kind of minimize that stuff and talk about all the great stuff that he did. And the Bible is very clear, especially about what many consider, you know, the greatest King Israel ever had. The guy was, the guy was flawed, man, big time. But despite that, he's a man after God's own heart. And it's crazy that after all that, that phrase can still stick with David. And that's what we think about no matter what, like at the end of it all, you know? Yeah. And uh, this kind of makes me so recently, um, I've been watching, a lot of Discovery Plus. <laughs> so it's five bucks. Hey. It's good deal. But they, ha- they have a lot of documentaries on there, and a lot of them kind of touch into churches, typically mega churches, but it, and like how there's a lot of wishy washy things sure. happening behind the scenes. But it got me thinking, and especially like listening to Psalms, talking about Psalms, like it's always this big thing where we look at these churches and Again, like a lot of people are doing some wrong things in these situations, but it's always covered up. Mm. Like, have you ever seen a church just come out and be like, this happened without the initial, like, let me cover it up. We always find out later. Yeah. David tried to cover it up. It did not work out. (laughs) Instead of like being like, hey, this is our Psalms as a church. Let's talk about what happened. Mm. And again, I know there's certain things that's like, all right, that's. That's against the law laws, like, uh, but like some personal issues that you've dealt with is kind of just like, all right, let's like, as a head of a church, a pastor, people in the church, it just seems like the Bible gives us the example of what not to do in Psalms. It's like, Hey, here's what you should not do if you're like a leader, but you, you know, it's okay to stumble and come back, but it's almost like bigger organizations or just some people within organizations don't see this as like almost a a warning. Mm -hmm. Like don't cover stuff up from me, God, or like, you know, your people, because it's going to come out, write your Psalms, like let people know 
you're human too, and we're good. Mm-hmm. I think you said something interesting, and I think we're afraid to kind of come out and just like be upfront and honest with God sometimes. I wonder how different that situation would have played out for David if he would have immediately turned to God once he knew what he did. Yeah. And how maybe different uh, a psalm he would have written or, or how God would have taken care of that situation. Maybe the kid doesn't, maybe his, you know, his son doesn't die. Maybe... He doesn't end up on this weird, um, horrible streak of being a father. And we see that despite that, though, I think that's the beautiful thing that that April pointed out. It's like, despite that, David still found forgiveness and still found peace. And it's great that he was able to share that with us because we don't, not that we don't get it in any other book of the Bible, but we see it like actually, like we read the Bible story and then we get an insight into David's brain another book later. Um, which is not something you get in other books of the Bible. No, it's like the director's cut of his story. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, so I know you just read about this. Let's go Let's go behind the scenes. This is what was going on with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's it's interesting. And some of the other Psalms are, are really good. Um, the book is actually divided into five different books. You have hymns, um, which we sing a lot of now (laughs) you have the the complaining psalms which i've always found very interesting there's a lot of that where it's like god why are you doing this why are you doing this but at the end we love you um there's the thanksgiving the thanksgiving psalms the wisdom psalms there's a bunch of different stuff um for everybody my my dad actually he he reads uh a proverb every day because there's 32 of them so there's one for pretty much every day of the month and then in the evenings he reads a psalm. And I don't know, that can go, there's 150 of them, so give or take five months or so. Yeah. So uh, there's something different for your life every day in in any psalm, in every psalm. Um, I know 90 of them almost are almost written by David, but there's other authors in there that can give you a really cool insight as to what was going on in their life and their like personal conversations with God. And it's interesting, and I'll get your thoughts, I, like, I don't know how I would feel if my, like, one-on-one conversations with God were just, like, written out for people 60 years down the road to see, you know? And so it's, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. That's just me personally. Well, I mean, if you kind of think about it, you you might not be writing them down, but every week, if you're on this podcast, you are kind of doing it. I guess that makes sense. If you sat down writing into a, a notebook all day, people might think, what's that guy doing? Mm-hmm. Now we just podcast about it. <laughs> now we just go to Spotify and click podcasts no, and see like, what people are talking about. Yeah. Was, if you think about it, modern day society is so much more open with our own psalms because people want to talk mm-hmm. on social media about what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Like everyone posts something. Like, I mean, how often do you see someone like post like asking for prayers? I'm going through this. We're just so much more open with the idea like, oh, we're supposed to share this side of us. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe back then in David's side, like, yeah, you you uh, worshiped and you prayed, but who knows? Maybe he had to write it down. He's like, who who do I talk to about this? Mm. Like God. And I can't just be sitting here like talking to God in, like, in mm-hmm. front of people. Mm-hmm. So let me write to him. Yeah. And it's I, I find it interesting that we've become so much more open with the idea of speaking on things we're dealing with versus like kind of keeping them to ourselves and 
try and like struggle with them just between us and God. We were like, we want support yeah. from others while talking to God, which now that I think about that, it's kind of... It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it, we're really easy to... We're real quick to go to Facebook and just be like, pray for me because this is going on. Yeah. That just makes it more like, more important that, that like your story matters. Yeah. And because there's so many of us going through so many different things, there's bound to be somebody going through the exact same thing that you're going through. And your story, however you, you put it out or however you share it, even if it's not verbally, but like how you just walk and talk you can be like helping someone. And I think at some point David realized, and maybe this was a conversation with God that he has like, God gave me the forgiveness that I needed for what I did. The the four or five big things that David did were very wrong. Um, others are going to, are going to be blessed by this. Like, cause yeah. they're going to know exactly what I'm, what I'm going through. I think what's really cool is that David fully understood that he had a God that he knew 100% was listening. Yeah. He wasn't just having a one-way conversation. He was well aware, and he had seen him his entire life in his many ups and his many downs. He knew that God was listening to every word that was coming on that paper, or if he was speaking it verbally and somebody else was writing, or if he was writing it himself, he knew that God was listening to every word. And so... If anything, it's not going to fall on like deaf ears. Like, yeah. like God is going to be listening and extending whatever whatever you need in in His time and however He does it best. That's the infuriating part about God sometimes, <laughs> but it's the great part about God. Um, it's okay. You can get you can get annoyed at God. It happens. It's okay. Uh, David did. David did plenty. Boy, he he's got a couple of songs where he's just yelling, and then at the end he cherry you know puts a cherry on top and says, "God, but you're amazing, and I know and it's just me." I'm going crazy. Um, Imagine if you did that in any other relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no. Dad, I yep, swear, yep. but love you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I get it. But that's that's the beautiful thing about the God that we serve. Um, he is so patient. And at sometimes, you know, reading through a couple of the Psalms, you're like, oh my gosh, when is this guy going to stop crying? But God was like, I'm all here for it. Like, let it out. Just like, give yeah. it to me. All. Uh, I'll take it. And I think that applies uh, that applies to us today. I'll, I'll ask you this question before we end. As we listen over the next three weeks, what maybe uh, are you looking forward to? Is something you're excited about as we jump into the book of Psalms over the next three weeks? Yeah, I think um, kind of going back to like thing we already talked about, what I'm excited about is seeing how this kind of pause between these holiday seasons and talk about ourselves our relationship with God and how that relationship and us as people can help other people's relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see if at the end of it, we're more, a little more like David and, and a little more open, not only with, uh, God, but the people around us as well. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that by the end of it, we can see how honest and sincere he was despite the good and bad. And, um, and not only be really open with God, but really open with the with the people in the community that we surround ourselves with. Yeah. yeah. So I got a, I got a little um I guess pivot here for you. That, okay. Because you always ask people a question at the beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do a twist on it. Ask at the end of the show. And, oh yeah. Uh, for once, you really don't know what's coming. Oh boy. You always ask what makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. I want to ask, and it kind of goes back into the Psalms. What do you want to make you who you will be, if that makes sense? What do I want 
to make me who I want to be. Yeah. Like what's something in your life? It could be work. It could be school. It could be relationships. What is something that you want to be a part of who you will be? I've been connecting a lot recently. I've been more intentional. Let me just say that. I've been more intentional to pay attention to the people around me recently. Yeah. Specifically in leadership positions at my church, here at the university, at the Keene Church, in places where I'm asked to lead in some way, I have been way more intentional um, with like really connecting with those people. And I hope that, you know, at the end of my life, whenever that is, that is something that people can say about Kelvin, you know? Yeah. That he was intentional about the people that were around him. So I think that's how I'd answer that question. All right. Shane, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, glad that we could hop on. Let's make it more than just twice a year. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting edit. I'm looking at the WAV file right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't worry about it. It'll, it'll be All fine. Right. All right. We'll, Apologies in advance, everyone. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but glad that uh, the man behind the scenes, the one that makes it sound really good. Uh, we could have you in studio. So appreciate it very much. All right. Have fun. Thanks so much, everybody who listens uh, around the world. Make sure and share the episode with family member or friend, whoever you feel like maybe needs a little bit of encouragement. Hopefully you found something uh, encouraging and a blessing from this episode. And as we always say, as I always say, remember, there's always room for one more.